Welcome to the Currently Cringing Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Ramakrishna. I'm a TV personality and entrepreneur. Join me as I spill the chai on my cringeworthy life experiences with a side of dating, pop culture, and lots of laughs. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. Wow! Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. That's bombas.com/acast. Code acast. Hey guys, welcome to Currently Cringing. This year, I said one of my resolutions was to upload a podcast episode every week. And I have already failed. I did not record last week. And, you know, it's something I really want to touch on because I spoke about this briefly in one of my later podcast episodes last year, where I said, you know, this Arizona shit isn't working for me. I just do not feel well here. Well, last week I had a menstrual migraine that lasted four days. And then this week, of course, the day before, I had another migraine. And I just don't know what it is. When I'm here, I'm unwell. I I need to get out of here. I'm going to eventually, like in a few months, actually. But it is what it is. This is the situation. It's something in the air, the dust. I just always feel ill. Like it's this sinusy, heavy feeling in my head. I'm puffy and bloated. I have a lot of inflammation here. I actually also have what's called, well, let me make sure I'm pronouncing it right. It's called levito reticularis. And I realized I got this after I came back from New Year's Eve in Utah. Now I'm talking 2022 to 2023 New Year's Eve. So last year, like a long time ago. And I came back from literally 48 hours in Utah with my husband. We were skiing and came back on January 1st. And I didn't notice it that day. But a couple of days later, I noticed this crazy looking thing 
up and down my entire legs, both of my legs. And it basically looks like spider veins, but it's not spider veins because my husband's a vascular surgeon. So he was like, those aren't spider veins. And it's actually called Levito reticularis. And you can get it if it's too cold. Some people get this. And there's other ways to get it if you have lupus, but I don't have lupus, thank God. But I got it apparently because my body was really cold and I was warm. You know, I take dressing in the cold very seriously and I was bundled up. I was layered. I was in ski gear. I was not feeling cold at all, but apparently this has happened. And I realized when I leave and I go back home to Miami or anywhere else for that matter, it kind of fades. And then as soon as I come back to Arizona, it appears with a vengeance. And that's one of the many things I've developed having been in Arizona or the West Coast, I'll say, because I got this in Utah. But you would think it fade once I got back home to Arizona, but it didn't. And it fades when I've gone back east. And I do think certain things happen to your body when you're unhappy. You know, I'm clearly unhappy here. The only thing that brought me joy last year was obviously traveling with my husband, being with my husband, and then the comedy tour. You know, just being at the shows, performing, and meeting all of you. That was literally what kept me going. But I am miserable here, and maybe it's, you know, manifesting into my health. And I'm just not okay. I, I'm basically unwell here every other day. I mean, I either have some horrific sort of allergy or a mild cold or a migraine and a debilitating migraine, like not just a regular migraine. You know, there's regular migraines where you take your pill and you keep it moving. And then like last week where it was a menstrual migraine, it lasted four days and no medicine was helping. It was brutal and I couldn't record. And then today I was, you know, ready to record. And again, I woke up with this like stiff feeling in my bones and this heavy feeling in my head, like pressure. And it's just been difficult. And again, it's no excuse, but I'm just telling you what's going on. So these are also probably things that just happen with age, you know, like this levito reticularis. And of course, I'm brown. And so a lot of doctors come to my comedy shows. And in Portland, Oregon, shout out to the two young guys who drove two hours to Portland from medical school to my show. And we actually brought up this Levito reticularis and they told me to take vitamin D. And I should probably start doing that because I have the vitamin D, but, you know, haven't gotten around to it. Just, just apathetic here. You know, I'm not motivated. It's a lot of things. Now people, you know, have been recording their podcasts on video for the past two years. I haven't jumped on board. You know, I need to do that as well. And it's just a lot of work when you're a one-man show. You know, a lot of these people, their only job is the podcast. You know, I, I wish this podcast was big enough where it could be my only job, but I have to wear a lot of hats. I have to do a lot of things. But video will come around. We will get to doing that. I can't re-record all 130 episodes. 
and I record solo. And when I'm traveling, I, I record in random hotel rooms. So it's not really conducive or practical for me to record the pod. But, you know, we got to keep up with the times. So I'm go- going to start recording bits and pieces of the podcast for you guys. And hopefully with, you know, Dits, Aditya, friend of the show, and hot friend Sheets, Sheetal. You know, we're, we're going to try and get around to that. You know, everyone's got a really busy schedule. And, you know, we've got a lot of things going on, managing a lot of different things. And my health. We also don't know where we want to move. We definitely want to move East Coast, but like which particular city or state, you know, it's it's a conundrum. Obviously, I want to be in Miami near my family and my friends where I can just, you know, hop on a plane and go to New York City because a lot of what I do is there as well, you know, but we'll see. Texas isn't really an option. It's where my husband's from, but the market's just really saturated there and there isn't really a lot going on there as far as work opportunity, you know, like what would I do there? And, you know, he could get a job there, but he could probably get a better job in Florida, quite frankly. So it's looking like Florida. I just don't know where in Florida. Living in Miami would be a dream. It's my hometown. But Miami has changed in the past two years, you know, since the pandemic. So I should say past three years. It's just changed so much. There's a lot of riffraff. And by riffraff, I mean like, you know, a lot of, just a lot of weird people. It's not the Miami it was growing up. You know, it was kind of small town vibes. And now it's just a lot of these... OnlyFans people and crypto bros, a lot of shady people. And that's me judging. Absolutely. You know, because you're thinking about your future. But who knows? I might end up there. I may not. Highly likely, though. But it's definitely not the place I grew up in. And in other news, I was in Vogue, India. And that was just, you know, so exciting. So The Golden Globes happened and Joe Coy bombed. And now Joe Coy is a Filipino comedian who I follow, who I loved. And, you know, he basically talks about his Filipino culture and, you know, makes fun of his mom and a Filipino accent. And then he gets to the Golden Globes. He gets this opportunity of a lifetime and he bombs and totally discredits the movie Barbie and the female director, and basically the whole Academy. You know, we just found out Barbie wasn't even nominated. Neither was the director, but Ken was. And did I take Barbie the movie seriously? No. But are we living in a time where no one's really going to the movies and it was the highest grossing movie of the year and it was the first, you know, time a highest grossing movie of the year was directed by a woman. Is that important? Yes. Did anyone care? No. And then of all the people in the movie or part of the movie that get nominated, you nominate Ken. And I love Ryan Gosling, but the whole thing is just whack, right? It's not right. It's, it's odd. And that's the world we live in. You know, if if Margot Robbie, blonde, blue-eyed, gorgeous, smart, perfect girl, right? Like, 
as far as society is concerned. And Greta Gerwig, the director, also blonde, like female, apparently a homewrecker, but that's for another time and another day, cannot get nominated. Like, what does that say for the rest of us? Like someone like me, someone who's brown. And I will talk about my experience in detail in this industry on another episode when the time is right. But it's like, it doesn't give someone like me a lot of hope. You know, someone that's in the trenches, busting my ass, whether it's comedy or podcasting or reality TV, all of it's just been a shitty uphill battle, uphill climb, you know? And if these women who are white and blonde with blue eyes can't get in the door, where does that leave me? I don't even know. And so Vogue India contacted me three days after the Golden Globes. And of course, I said, hell yes, you know, to just be given the opportunity to speak and showcase who I am in that realm and to be taken seriously as a millennial comedian, you know, it it, it means a lot because I'm trying to change whatever I can in my own little world, right? Like I'm a brown elder millennial. I'm about to be 40 and there's no one like me in comedy, you know, not one person, not one brown millennial female has made it mainstream in the world of comedy. You know, we're choosing to, you know, showcase the stereotype. And that's what I said in the article. You know, we want to continue placing brown people as cartoons and caricatures of their ethnicity. You know, like, you want us to be Apu. You don't want us to elevate and move forward. Meanwhile, brown people, South Asians, Indians in particular, are the wealthiest ethnicity in the United States. But yet we have this continuous narrative of, you know, being smelly and, you know, making fun of our accents. That's literally what what we've what it comes down to when it comes to brown people in America. But that was an incredible opportunity and I'm so thankful for for that article, you know. In other news other than being ill and having a lot of headaches and it's been since I moved here. Apart from that and just you know, not feeling well. I I really am in limbo right now. And I'm taking this first quarter, like I said in my earlier podcast, to just figure out, you know, what I'm going to do for the rest of the year because the world is my oyster. But yeah, I'm just in limbo. And when you don't really know where you're moving or living and Arizona's never been home, And it's nice to just have a real place that you can call home. And I haven't had that in two years. And according to my astrology, that that's there. It's in there that, you know, I'm going to be moving a lot in my youth and things will settle down once I'm 40. 
And it's so true. You know, I've just been all over the place for most of my life and never really had a home of my own. Talked about that as well, as in my own place, you know, like not my parents' house, like my house. And hopefully this is the year that can happen. I'm also going to try something new. I don't know if you guys are aware of Bob Proctor. He's one of the guys in the whole law of attraction field, manifestation field. So his son is now, you know, taking on or taking over. And his son made a TikTok the other day and it said, you know, if you really want to manifest something even faster, write down your manifestation or your affirmations using the hand you don't write with. So in my case, I'm right-handed. And so I should write down my manifestation or affirmation with my left hand. So I'm going to try that tonight. I also bought the Joe Dispenza book called Becoming Supernatural. And I bought a notebook along with it because there's just certain books you need to highlight and rewrite things over. It's like kind of studying. And this is one of those books. Like, I want to study it. And I'm not interested in courses. I know he has all that, but I want to just study this book. And I think it's going to be life-changing. Everyone who's read this book has said it's, you know, done a 180 to their life. I also, you know, need to figure out if I'm having kids or not. I'm leaning toward no. I'm leaning toward no. With everything going on in the world, it just, no one's selling me on it. It might change, but for now, it's it's looking like a no. But I digress. Today, I actually wanted to talk about my wedding reception. It's something we never talked about just because, again, it's supposed to be a happy time in life, just like my wedding, except... It was a miserable time. And so if you know, you know. If you don't, my wedding was really stressful. I did not enjoy the wedding planning process so much so that we decided not to have a wedding. That's literally how it ended. And that's why I got married in my backyard. And it was very beautiful, but it definitely wasn't the wedding I wanted. And it did cost an arm and a leg for my parents, but... It was not anything that I wanted. I wanted to get married in Lake Como. And then between my mother-in-law and my own parents, it just was like, you know what? Like, me and my husband, we decided unanimously, like, we're not doing this shit. Like, goodbye. Not worth it. And if you're not going to get the wedding you want after waiting so long, just like I didn't get the engagement proposal that I wanted, you know? And I, I sound like a woe is me asshole, but... A lot of these things happen once in your life. And when you waited so long for them, like, I feel like you owe it to the person. Like, it should be nice. And it was nice, but none of it was what I had ever wanted. Um, And so regarding the reception, my parents were really hell-bent on a reception. And my resentment and anger toward them for me not having the wedding I wanted, the wedding of my dreams, was kind of why the reception wasn't as enjoyable, meaning the actual reception was incredible, but planning 
the reception. Like, I just didn't give a shit because I felt like this was the party my parents wanted and not the party, like, I really wanted. And, of course, I wanted to celebrate with all my friends and my family in Miami. But I wanted it during the wedding, right? Like, my actual wedding ceremony. Like, I wanted a normal wedding like everyone else. But because of all the arguments we had, like, it just didn't happen. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. And so my parents planned this reception with a planner at the Ritz-Carlton Coconut Grove. Again, all of this money spent on my backyard wedding and my reception at the Ritz-Carlton could have been my dream wedding at Lake Como, which is why it's so frustrating. You know, it's not like I'm some spoiled brat that like wanted a Lake Como wedding. Like, no, that was doable. Like, my parents could do that for me. But, you know, again, other things got in the way. And so we decided to have this reception. I got married October 22nd. And then the reception, my parents decided to have it in June. And we thought about all of this in April. And we chose June because there really wasn't any other date available. You know, since COVID, people are going ham and just booking venues. And we were lucky there was even this weekend available. And so we grabbed this weekend. And then, of course, my parents were like, well, what do you want? Like, how do you want it to look? Like, what should the food be like? And I'll be honest, I didn't give a shit. I didn't give a shit because it felt like I already got married this is just a party for you guys. So you guys do whatever you want. And so we had sent out all the invitations. I had gone home for a week in Miami to go, you know, over the venue and the food with my parents. And my parents are hardcore. Like when they plan a party, it is fabulous. And so we actually drove to Pompano Beach, which is like another town, to taste test the wedding food. And it was incredible. The wedding was catered by a restaurant called Madras Cafe in Pompano Beach, Florida. They are the best. And it's not like your typical buffet. Like they cut fruit and they have ice sculptures and everything's served in like 
miniature little plates and it's, it's really bougie and just stunning. But, you know, we were arguing over the food and, you know, the color and the, the decor and, you know, it just was again, another week from hell. And I told them like, this is your party. Like you guys, you know, should deal with it. Like you hired a planner. Like, what do you want my input for? It's like for you and your friends. And let's just say I got back to Arizona and in typical brown boomer fashion, my dad called me and he's like, we want you to be grateful for this reception. Like we want you to be involved. And we're just not getting that from you. And I was like, I didn't ask for this party. You know, like, I don't want this party. Like, I wanted the wedding in Lake Como. You know, I'm not really interested. And literally, the next day, my dad had spoken to me on a Sunday. This is now Monday. Literally six weeks before the reception, he sends me a text and he's like, you know, you don't seem interested. And so we've canceled the reception. And now I'm getting texts from my mom's closest friends, like what's going on. I've texted now my friends like, oh God, like what now? Because the truth is, let's keep it real. I didn't want this reception. My dad didn't care to pay for this reception. The only person that wanted this reception was my mom. And it sucks when me and my dad are arguing and then my mom ends up paying the price, right? Like my mom wanted this party. And so I start getting messages from my mom's friends, like just apologize and, you know, move on so that we can have the party. And, you know, I didn't call anyone in my house for about a week. I told my close friends like, hey, it's canceled. People had already booked their flights because I had people coming, like my own friends from LA, from New York, you name it. Like people were coming from everywhere and, you know, they'd already booked their flights. And this is the shit that was going on behind the scenes. Like in addition to touring for my comedy show and performing on stage for the first time and freaking out at every show, like literally hyperventilating before going on stage at every show. And then dealing with this nonsense, you know, typical Brown family nonsense. Like it was just a heavy, heavy year. And then, you know, I, I, I apologized to my mom. And then they had to call the Ritz-Carlton and see if the venue was still available. And it was a whole thing. And then, you know, the truth is we had the best time. The reception happened. And it was the best reception I could have ever dreamed of. I mean, my parents pulled out all the stops. I didn't do shit. I literally showed up with Anand, my husband, the day before the reception. And of course, in true... Anisha fashion, even my outfit. I did not plan for my outfit because I had so much anxiety for my tour. And then the outfit I did want, you know, wouldn't arrive in like two months because things from India are usually handmade and beaded and embroidered. And 
You can't just order shit from India and have it appear. Like, it just takes forever. Didn't like anything in New Jersey when we went shopping in New Jersey. Literally flew to New Jersey with my parents to look for outfits for the reception. Didn't like anything. And this young designer, up-and-coming designer named Karishma with her partner Ashita, Karishma and Ashita, they're on IG, you know, had the most exquisite sari, which is like a draped, you know, Indian gown, uh, had the most exquisite sari and FedExed it to me in 48 hours, which is like unheard of. Of course I paid, you know, I bought it and I just looked beautiful. I felt like a princess. Me and my husband tried to find someone to choreograph a dance for us. And first we reached out to, you know, people online, but like no one was really available. And then we reached out to someone in Scottsdale and then they bailed at the last minute. And then we finally went to like the Indian dance team at ASU and they were like, oh, it's 500 per hour per person. And I was like, okay, go fuck yourself. And so me and my husband, on top of all of that, made up our dance. And I did a pretty good job. You know, I'm good at choreographing and I'm not even a great dancer. I'm actually not a dancer at all. I have two left feet. I've always wanted to take dance classes so that I can look good at a party, but I haven't gotten around to it. But, you know, I did a pretty good job with the choreography, except when it came down to it, I messed up the dance. And my husband, who's actually a phenomenal dancer, like blew me out of the water. Like he looked incredible. He did the dance perfectly. And instead, the entire time during practice, I was like, and mind you, when I say practice, this was like 48 hours before the reception. That was our practice. I was like, you're not even paying attention, like you're going to mess it up. And of course, guess who messed up the dance? Me. And my husband was like, you forget, like I've read textbooks on surgery that are like 3,000 pages. And I was like, yeah, that's right. You're right. Whoops. He's one of those people, you know, he looks like he's not paying attention and then he gets 100 on the quiz. That's him. He did the dance so well. And we just had the best time and it wasn't cheesy we didn't have like speeches and we didn't do the whole like daughter, dad dance or any of that stuff because it really wasn't the wedding. It was just like a celebration of love. And that's what we called it, a celebration of love. We just wanted all our family and friends in Miami. And basically, you know, we I have a small family. My aunts, I have three aunts. They're in India. They're all in their late 70s. I have my two uncles, one's in India and one's in London, and that's about it. So my family in the U.S. is my immediate family and my friends in Miami. So that's why I consider, you know, my Miami friends, my Miami friends are like my family. We we all consider each other like family. That's That's kind of who we've had throughout our lives in the United States. And so... My castmates were there and Amrit wasn't there because, remember, we had canceled the reception. So he was well on his way to come. And then when I canceled, he was like, I've been invited to Pride, you know, Pride in Buffalo, New York as like a guest. And I was like, babe, just go, you know, go do the Pride Parade. And then, of course, 
my reception was back on. And by then he had already committed to pride. And, you know, it was totally my fault. And so unfortunately, he couldn't make it because he had committed to pride as I had told him to. But yeah, we had people come from all over the country. And it was just incredible. Like, after my reception, I felt like it was official. Like I was married. Because yes, I felt married, obviously, after my wedding. But there is something about celebrating with your friends and your family. And I will mention when we were in Egypt. So we went to Egypt February 2023. And our reception was in June 2023. And we were kind of in the planning process, April, May. But we knew we were having the reception in June at February. So in February, when we were in Egypt, our tour guide was like, oh, you're newlyweds. He's like, did you have a big party? And we were like, no, we didn't want one. And he's like, can I tell you something and don't get offended? And we're like, yeah, yeah, tell us. He's like, our ancestors always say that when you have a wedding, you have to invite everybody and you have to feed them. And that cancels out the negative energy, the nazar. The nazar in Hindi is evil eye, right? That's what it means. But it just stuck with me. It just stuck with me. And he's right. He was right, you know? Like, that's why they say, like, feed off of people's energy. And when you feed them back, you give them food. It's like an offering to cancel out the energy, the negative energy. And I know that sounds crazy, but the way he explained it was just so intense and accurate. And it just hit me then, you know, like, yeah, I got to do this. Like, there's a reason in the past, all our ancestors had receptions. Like, it's obviously reception, receive, to give, to feed off. Like, it's to, you know, balance something out to the community, I guess. I really have to look into it because it's now like, now I'm going to go down a rabbit hole. And then of course, after my reception, meaning the party had ended at the Ritz-Carlton, we all went to Bodega, which is like a cool nightclub speakeasy type place in Coconut Grove around the corner. And it was just so much fun. And my sister didn't want the night to end because she's a workaholic and she'd come all the way from LA and she's like, I want to go clubbing like to 11 in downtown Miami. And we were all like, no. And she was like, well, then I'm going to get into an Uber by myself. And basically then my brother got mad at me for not wanting to go to the club with her. And I was like, why don't you go? And we basically got into a fight the night of my reception. And Once again, just like I felt like everyone in my family was not really helpful during my actual wedding ceremony because I was like the opposite of a bridezilla, like here they are fighting again after my reception, you know, and it is what it is that that's just life when you're in a brown family. There's just always going to be some drama and I've made it a point in my own personal life, solo, 
not to have any of that, which is actually why I keep my circle very small and I just don't have time for bullshit. But that is the story of my reception. And I wanted to tell you guys that, but I just never got around to doing it. And me and Aditya actually recorded it. And then we just didn't feel like it was good enough because we weren't really in the mood. And so we never aired it. But uh, yeah, someone also went on Reddit after and talked about how, you know, the reception was amazing and spilled the chai apparently and that I was on my phone the entire time, which is so far from the truth that I wonder if this person was even there or they just got like tidbits from other people who were at my reception because I actually hired someone named Johnny, if you follow him, Johnny on the go, hired Johnny on the go to follow me around with my phone. So I actually hired Johnny to follow me around with my phone so that he could take photos and videos of everything, you know, instead of me having to do it so that I could actually enjoy my reception. So that's a total lie. I was not on my phone because I actually hired someone to hold my phone and follow me around because I'm bougie. And that's what you can do when you marry later in life. Still haven't made my wedding day album, nor have I worked on my reception album. But I think it's just a phase that I'm going through right now. I'm just not happy here. I am waiting to move. And that was actually predicted in, I don't know if I talked about this before, but in my astro cartography. And for those of you that don't know, that can predict like what you would be like in a particular place in the world. So when I actually put myself in Arizona in my astrology chart, like it said, like you'd have depression and be miserable and bankrupt. Uh, kind of close, not, not that accurate, but yeah, close enough. Thank God for my comedy career. Cause I don't know what the hell I would have done here for the past two years. But yeah, sorry that was rambling and kind of all over the place. Again, I don't feel well. I woke up today with like a weird, lightheaded, like heavy feeling in my head and it's all like sinus related. There's just something in the air here that doesn't agree with me and just like stiff neck and stiff back. I don't know what it is. And if you're listening and if you know of a remedy or a cure for my levito reticularis, let me know. DM me, email me. Thank you so much for listening. And this is going to be a twofer. I'm going to upload two today to make up for last week. Thank you for listening. And I will be creating some video recordings for the podcast, you know, snippets here and there. We've grown a hundred reviews, which is insane because the podcast has been around for three years now. We're going into our fourth year this year. And we increased a hundred reviews just in the last month. So more people are listening. And so I am motivated to really do well for you guys. Thank you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chai. Bye.